Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a real-life medium? Then this is the podcast for you. In this show, you'll learn how to open your heart to spirit, hear adventures I've experienced as an award-winning psychic medium and teacher, plus I'm going to give you some psychic information and insight into what the future holds for our increasingly crazy world. Tune in every Friday and get ready to connect to the other side. I'm Jen, and I'll be your guide starting right now. It's that time again. It's Friday, and it was this close to not having an episode this week. I have not had my tea yet. It's early in the morning. I guess it's not that early. And last night I had like a moment. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to talk about. So maybe I'll just skip this week. But I was like, woke up this morning in a different energy. I'm like, no, we are going to do the podcast and get it out there. It doesn't matter how many people are listening. We're just getting it out there. Because I feel like you guys need to hear some of the stuff that I'm going to talk about. Even though I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But usually I've had people tell me in the past that that's like the best kind of episode is when I have no idea what I'm talking about. I have ideas. I'm just going to start talking. I'm just going to start. I'm just going to go for it. So I hope you're doing okay. And speaking of okay, I'm noticing a pattern with many people that I'm meeting or even those people that I've known for a long time. And that is the energy of survival. So you might relate to this and maybe you won't. But a lot of people I'm speaking with are are only in the energy or able to be or maybe have been lowered down due to some experiences or happenings in their life or the energy of the collective or what's literally happening to our country and in the world right now that has got them in the energy of survival mode. So fight or flight, survival mode, getting through our day. And you may be noticing this in your life and you may not be, but you may know someone who is being in this energy as well. And it might be um, noticeable to you and you might be having to help someone through this. So I'm noticing a lot in my work and I, let me just get my thought together here. My heart goes out to you if you are in this energy and I understand completely why you would be in this energy. Now, in personally, I look back about six years ago, five years ago, and I was also in this energy, but for different reasons. And I remember having this overwhelming urge to change my mindset. And I remember like that was my mission in life. My purpose, my goal was to change my mindset because my mindset was so, I kept telling my mind, this is terrible. Nothing ever goes right for me. We're screwed. I'm screwed. I hate my job, blah, 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 all these things, right? And I, I just, I guess, I don't know, I don't remember what happened. I just remember I, I had to do something about it. So it was this insatiable urge or like this drive to to do something and, and get control of what I was telling my mind. And I, for like the last five years, and there's a reason I'm telling you this, for the last five years, I have been doing this almost on a daily basis of like, okay, first I realized that I was not my mind, right? That's the first step is realizing that you are not your mind. You tell your mind and your brain what to think. So you're in control. You're in the driver's seat. When I've talked about this before. So that was the first huge shift for me. Then I used to watch um, Abraham Hicks videos on YouTube constantly. And I studied everything about Abraham Hicks. Now, I wouldn't do that today because I don't really resonate with the teachings anymore. But back then, I was like all about Abraham Hicks and... 
not necessarily the law of attraction, but like she just taught me or that that energy taught me that positive thinking and, you know, all the emotions, the emotional scale was huge for me. And it really taught me like low vibration, high vibration, this kind of thing. And by the way, I've also added my own little twist to high vibration and low vibration. I saw on Instagram this week, you can take a high vibrational course or like you can take a course to train to raise your vibration. I was like, what is this nonsense? Because I don't feel like you need to take a course on raising your vibration or, or maybe you do. I guess I kind of did, didn't I? Um, it just it just weird to me that when I saw this course, I, maybe it's called something else, consciousness raising or something. And um, also, I saw another course too that was like shadow work course, a shadow work course. Take a shadow work course. Now, my take on the shadow work thing is that it's a natural process. So I feel like I feel personally that you don't have to go looking for shadow work, or you don't have to do shadow work, or you don't have to go take a class on shadow work. You're literally in a school of life. You're literally here in this school to learn and have lessons, have ranging emotions, have losses, have gains, have success, have joy, have sorrow. All of, It's amazing that we get to be here and experience this. And I don't think you need to take a course on shadow work because you're already doing it. <laughs> you're, you're literally already in that energy and again that shadow work term is one of those spiritual terms that the community has placed emphasis on it's the same with the terms i also don't resonate with is holding space and those kind of things i've talked about before so going back to this training of my mind I, even like when i was pregnant with my my maybe my youngest and she's 14 now i went to go see a therapist and she's like you need cognitive behavioral therapy and i was like beep you lady I am not and it was never it couldn't be um private sessions it had to be in a group I was mortified at the idea of me sitting in a group saying you know what I was thinking and and having to train my mind in front of a group of people so what I did is I I did it on my own I got to the point where I'm like okay we gotta change this up it was obviously after my spiritual awakening so so I so I went through that and now looking back on this I'm like, wow, I see why spirit had me do this. Because if I was in that mindset back then, that everything sucks, you know, this is terrible. I mean, I have thoughts like this sometimes, but it's not, it was all the time. It was like 95% of my mindset. And now my mindset has flipped the other way. And we all get caught up in this, you know, complaining or sad energy. It's not, I'm not saying you have to be happy all the time. That's not it. I also had the belief that was positive vibes only. Right? I had a shirt. If my very first photo shoot, I had a tank top with gold writing on it, it said positive vibes only. Right? And then that got to be like, well, that doesn't resonate with me either. So we got rid of the shirt. <laughs> There's still a picture of me with this shirt on. Because it can't be positive all the time. It's not about being positive all the time. It's about taking control of your thoughts. And that's where that that I want to say that warrior energy comes from. It's if you can gain control of your thoughts and not allow your mind to control you. That is a game changer, right? So I don't know where it's going with this, but, but oh yes, everyone is not, not doing okay. And, you know, I also have learned that you can't tell anyone what they should do. So I'm back to spiritual life coaching. I don't know if you saw that or not, but I'm 
I have brought back my spirit, or I am attempting to bring back my spiritual life coaching services because I felt like people really needed them, right? Like when I was back then, when I was talking about in the past there, I had a life coach. And I don't think I used to be the person who would be like, hey, I need a life coach. No, I'd be like, life coaches are stupid. But it just happened to work out that spirit led me to this life coach and really helped me through all of these life transitions I was going through, right? Right around the time where I was quitting my job. So support is huge if you are feeling this way, right? And then another incident this week too of in class where my medium one class was so low, like they all came on the Zoom screens and I was like, what is going on here? Everyone's Zoom screen was like dark. Like no, even if they had lights on, everyone was dark. I'm trying to teach and it's like not getting into them. And I'm like, what is going on? So I said, okay, we're stopping right now. Here, we're stopping my schedule. My curriculum is off the table. What is going on with everyone? And it really helped when someone to st- one of my students started to share how she was feeling. And it really didn't have anything to do with mediumship, but it had to do with how she was feeling in her life and worried about things and dreams she was having. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And then everyone started saying, me too, me too, me too. You're not alone. And they were sending little messages in the, in the little chat on Zoom and, you know, very supportive energy. And I just sort of like, it made me so happy to see this community of support when, like, I, I, I can't imagine if, if I was in this energy of depression and I mean, I go through this obviously in stages, but like if not having anyone to talk to or say, not feeling safe enough to say how I'm feeling. And then after she said what she felt, she goes, oh my God, this whole, I feel so much lighter, you know? So it's really important to say how you feel. And a lot of people, I think I've noticed, and I may have mentioned this in the last episodes, that people are afraid to say how they feel still. And the universe is putting so much pressure on you, so much pressure on you to finally do the things you say you're going to do to change your life. And if you don't, if you keep ignoring those nudges and those soul pulls, the universe is literally coming in with a big axe and a big hammer and chopping people out of your life and trying to remove the toxic things that are in your life because going back to maybe you have done the work and your vibration is like, so whatever you're still hanging on to that's kind of holding you back and it doesn't resonate with you anymore is literally being pulled away from you. Like I see people breaking up with their partners and people are losing their jobs and people don't have anywhere to live and because they wanted to you know travel the world and they didn't do it you know so sometimes it's horrible sometimes it's horrible what's going on in your life but you've got to see what the universe is trying to do you know there's a, there's a bigger reason sometimes not all the time I don't I no longer believe that everything happens for a reason because I talked about that before where no one murders your your friend for a reason you know but see if you can see the pressure pressure cooker that you're in and see what the universe is trying to birth out of you or have you birth right so that's I guess the first rambling that I want to say and I'll keep going here but I want to mention a couple things is that spring classes are out so I'm teaching psychic development one so far in the spring I may need to do mediumship two to support my medium one students and those are coming up in March. So you can sign up for those on Instagram, elevate.hersoul. And also I have a mediumship study group that is new that starts this Tuesday. So you don't have time to think about it, which is how I love people to choose classes. I love when people choose classes like that. They see something post and they go, yeah, that's it. And I go in there and I sign up and bam, I'm in. Now this overthinking. It's, it's like, 
another part of the new energy coming in this new world is we're returning to our soul origins where we make decisions based on our hell yeses or we make it out of our soul screams and go, oh my God. And no one would have to convince you to take a class. It should be just like, oh my God, this is great. And then last night in class, mediumship two, we were talking, right? We just back to mediumship one. It's like, why are we taking classes right now? Some people are like, why do I bother taking a class right now? You know, the world is ending. Our country sucks. Bad things are coming. And why would we still take a course? What's the point? What's the point, right? And my, in my mind, it doesn't have to be, it's not necessarily a, you have to live your life. No matter what is going on in this world, you still have a choice to live your life fully and not just survive it, okay? So right now you're in survival mode, which means soon comes the thriving mode. If you can make these necessary changes, and sometimes, it, I mean, it usually takes a lot of energy to shift out of that, you have to make yourself talk to yourself differently. And that's a really hard thing to do. And some people are still going to choose to berate themselves and stay in this low energy, right? But some of us are going to get out of it. So soon you, you got to see the key. Where's the key? What is the golden key? What is the universe trying to give me here, right? And then that leads up to another thing that happened this week. I signed up for a course, speaking of courses. I signed up for two courses actually, and they were both hell yeses. One was a psychedelic coaching training, so I can use microdosing in my coaching programs. And the second one was hypnotherapy. So I'm taking a hypnotherapy course, and that one is like I haven't done I haven't done the microdosing one yet. That's this Sunday. But I'm taking a hypnotherapy course, and I've had so many shifts just by taking this course. It's like a self-study one where you have to do the videos. It's about 12 hours long, and I don't know if I'm going to... She does teach you to hypnotize people, but I don't know if I'm going to do that. But basically, you can hypnotize yourself. So I've tried everything. I've tried EFT tapping. I've tried meditation. I've tried mindset shifts. I've tried Abraham Hicks. I've tried reading books. I've tried everything. The tapping thing never worked for me. The EFT, that never, ever worked for me. The only thing that ever did was make me cry a lot. So it, it, it unlocked or unclogged all that suck emotion because you're tapping different parts of your body, right? And if you ever, if you take a minute right now and you tap your top of your clavicle where your higher heart chakra is, it's right above your regular heart chakra. If you start tapping that, you can start to feel energy or a discomfort there or uncomfortableness or anxiety. And that's because a lot of your emotions are stuck there. And if you tap that for like half an hour, you probably start to cry a lot, like a lot because there's emotion stuck in there. That's the only thing it ever did for me. So now we're trying hypnosis. Oh, I've, tried, I've done something else, NLP. I've tried NLP too, which actually is hypnosis, but that did not work for me as well. So we're trying hypnosis now, regular old hypnosis, because she said in her, in the first couple of videos, the reason, now you gotta listen to this. The reason why you don't have everything that you want, the reason why you don't have all the money and financial freedom in the world, the reason why you're not able to do what you want, the reason why you don't have a partner who treats you properly and loves you unconditionally, the reason why you don't have the job that you want or the house that you want or the life that you want, here is the reason. And I'll give it to you in one minute. All right, so this is what she said in the video that sort of gave me, it didn't sort of, it gave me a big mindset shift was 
The reason why you don't have these things is because you have a belief that you are not enough. And I was like, oh my God, what? Everything, like, think about it. If you think about your life and the way you react to your partner's triggers and things that they they say to you or how they don't react the way you want them to, or, you know, if you think about it, if you have a belief, I am not enough, that will spread into every area. I don't have enough money because you believe you're not enough and you've tied that money to your worth. What? Like, uh, like I just had so many, like it was mind blowing to me that one little thing. And sometimes it's just like someone says one little thing and you're like, oh my God. So then there's where the shadow work starts organically, right? The shadow work starts from me hearing that one little thing. And now I'm like, okay, it's not that this woman's going to save me, but I'm going to try hypnosis to see if I can uproot that deep belief of I am not enough. And she's got this whole movement thing where you like write lipstick on your mirror and be like, I am enough and all this kind of stuff. But to me, I mean, I've only halfway through the class, but I don't think that writing on my lipstick on my mirror is going to help me believe that. Right. So the module that I was in last night before bed, I do these, I do the course before bed. There was, she hypnotized us and I was like, it actually worked. Like I was like, Oh my God, I'm hypnotized right now. This is so cool. <laughs> and like, listening to everything that she said and I was trying to absorb it all like I want to like I want to absorb everything that you're saying like she said so many things so it wasn't just this one part it was like a bunch of things so um I don't know if you've ever been hypnotized but it's super cool and and I know some people are sort of having aversion to that because they don't understand what it is like it's not like you're like she can make you cluck like a chicken like when I was in high school we had a hypnotist I remember this one thing from high school which is a very long time ago (laughs) but we had um, the hypnotist come to the high school and I can't remember if we were, I think we were in the gym because I remember the cafeteria also had a stage but I'm pretty sure we were in the gym and I come from a small town so our high school is kind of small but the gym's pretty big anyways one of our friends in our friend group got called up to the stage and that's the only thing I don't remember who else was on the stage I don't remember I remember laughing and almost peeing my pants when I was like 16 years old 17 and the guy made him cluck like a chicken right and it was so funny because we're young and we don't care. Like, and we're like, is he going to be a chicken forever? Like, is he just going to cluck around all the time? Like, it was so funny. And obviously he wasn't a chicken, clucking like a chicken after. And I think he remembered because when you're in hypnosis, you're aware of what's going on. So last night it freaked me out. I had a little freak out moment on the inside. Because when you're hypnotized, you're on the inside. You're not on the outside, right? You're not thinking about what you're going to do tomorrow. So as I was in hypnosis last night, I couldn't open my eyes. Like, a, she's like, okay, so what you do is you roll your eye, you open, keep your eyes open, and you roll your eyes, like, look up into the back of your head, and you take deep breaths, and you keep, you gotta keep your eyes at the top of your head. Like, you're rolling your eyes in the back, right? And then your eyes slowly start to close naturally, and then after, like, 30 seconds, she says you can close your eyes. And then she has you drop your head like you're looking over a balcony, and you know you're in a hypnotic state. Like, you know if it works or not. So then she says something about, she didn't even do the deeper, deeper, go down the stairs thing that time. And I couldn't open my eyes. She said, your eyes are glued shut. I was like, I can't open my eyes. Like I had a little freak out moment. And then after she's like, your legs are glued together. And I'm like, I can't move my legs. <laughs> One of the things she said at the beginning is like, you can get out of hypnosis. It's your mind. Your mind is telling you, it's so powerful. Your mind is telling you that you cannot open your eyes. Right? Someone's telling you that you can't open your eyes. So, oh, guess I can't open my eyes. But technically you can open your eyes. I just didn't. I'm like, hello, freak out moment when I couldn't move my legs and I could not 
I believed, sorry, I believed that I couldn't move my legs and I believed that I couldn't open my eyes. So it's very powerful, right? Suggestibility is if you're susceptible to suggestibility, you're very suggestible, which I believe this makes so much sense now, putting this together with what's going on with our government and telling us, you know, to be afraid and we're very suggestible to things that like, if you believe that an unveed person and a veed person are very unequal and, um, you know, should be fighting your neighbor, calling on your neighbor and do you not think the government has these techniques available to them? Do you not think they know how to hypnotize people? Do you really not believe that they know how to do like psychotherapy techniques or you know psychological warfare on people? Or do you not think that they know all of these things that they can use as tactics on a group of people who are susceptible to suggestibility? Do you not think that they would put some subliminal messages into a song like Beyonce's song and then it's going to affect you? They know everything. They know what they're doing, right? So they use these techniques. So if you're open to suggestibility, you know, you can be hypnotized and in a good way, obviously, but also you can put yourself in this state of like, I'm just going to do everything the government tells me, da, 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 right? Like you can just be like that. So interesting. So interesting. So anyways, that's where I'm at. This is this is what happened all week. And the mediumship stuff has changed too. So I'm teaching my students different things that haven't been come up haven't came up before. I've been teaching mediumship a long time. And usually it's like, here's the evidence. So if you ever had a mediumship reading, you'll know that you've probably heard from someone that you love who's crossed over that you've lost. And they're gonna come through and tell you things that the medium should not know, right? So we I've been training them just get evidence of of these kind of things. So we want to get evidence of like how they passed, relationship to you, how how you know um, any illnesses, family, uh, career, memories that they share with you, all this kind of stuff. But now after like six years, it felt like something was missing. There's there's something missing from that. So like what else can we get? What else can we give to the client that's going to help them healing? Well. What if we could show you and tell you what where they are? Because a lot of people wonder when they come to a reading, like, where are my loved ones? What are they doing? Where are they? Are they safe? Are they okay? Right? And I always make sure that I tell you that they're okay because I always say if they're not okay, they can't talk to you or they can't talk to me. But I want to, what if you knew that they were okay and you knew where they were? Right? So that's part of the evidence now that also came in recently to my mediumship teachings. Right? Are you providing... Are you proving beyond doubt? Now, I was taught that it's not my job to prove to you that your loved one in spirit is here with the evidence. But it's important to know who it is. If I'm saying to you, I'm describing like, I don't know who that is. Well, that's just a waste, not a waste, but it's not going to give you any healing because you don't know who I'm talking about. So if I say to you, I have a man here, his name is Bill. You know, he was an older gentleman. He had cancer. He, he used to live beside you. He was a neighbor. He used to wear Crocs or sandals on his socks, you know, this like very, you know, that kind of thing. And um, very, very specific details. He saw you taking care of his cat. You're going to know who that is, right? And you'll have no doubt that that's your neighbor who crossed over, who came to visit you or came to say hello, right? Now, if I tell you where Bill, if you're very, I guess I'm a neighbor's not a good example. Say he's your dad. So I say, okay, so Bill's your dad and um, I'm going to tell you where he is. And he tells me to tell me to tell the client where he is. So 
this week I had a, a loved one in spirit come through who was at the ocean because she had never got to go to the ocean. She never had a chance to travel or couldn't afford to travel. And that's where her heaven was. So this this spirit contact client was in by the ocean. So when someone passes, it's not like they go to the clouds. So in my experience of this, me doing readings for years, is that they go to where they love or where they didn't get to go. It's just, it's a beautiful, wherever they go, it's like your, your consciousness imagines a place, bam, you're there. And that's the energy of where they are. So knowing that where they are is, is a valuable piece of evidence. So that's also what's come through in the mediumship training now. And speaking of mediumship training, if you would like to learn more about this, even if you don't want to become a medium and you just want to study the concepts of mediumship or you want to see how mediums work, you know, you're please come Tuesday night, this Tuesday, eight to nine. That's a little late for me working, but I'm going to piggyback it off of my medium one class. And you can learn all about this kind of thing. Mediumship is fascinating. And I know I, I kind of wobble between like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it anymore. And you go through, I think it's like, I think it's normal for me to do that because the things that I see and people crying and people being sad in their grief, and it's, it's a very big toll on a medium's body and my body. So sometimes I get burnt out. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this anymore, you know? And last night I showed a picture of someone's brain while they're doing a reading. It was fascinating. I'll, maybe I'll share it on my story. So go to Instagram, Elevate Dollar. So I'm going to share that image of what your brain looks like when the medium is working. It's different than a brain of someone who is just doing like it's a big, it's a big difference in the brain waves and what your brain, how your brain lights up, and it's like a definitely a different, different, different way your brain has to work when you're doing mediumship for sure. And I've always said, I really want someone to put one of those brain measurer things on my head. And, and when I'm doing a reading, I want to see what my brain is doing, what my heartbeat is doing. It is, is a lot of work on your physical body, not just on your mental state as well, right? So, but I'm back loving it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I'm so busy. Like you guys booked up all those $99 readings and now I'm booked till June, which is great. But then I forgot to take myself some days and now I can't go to yoga. So I'm missing out on my on my favorite thing to do to ground myself and feel better. So, you know, so we'll just have to make some time here. But make time for things that you love, right? Make time for things that you love. Let me see here. I have not drank my tea yet, you guys. Hold on one second. I'm going to see if I have a prediction for you. I think I do. Um. Okay. Did you guys see that there is a Chinese spy balloon floating over the Pentagon and also there's one now in Canada floating around? And guess what? They're not going to shoot it down. Hmm. I wonder why they're not going to shoot down a Chinese military spy ball. Because they're in with them. Right? So this leads up to the, the prediction I have from, I don't know if I mentioned this or not. January 16th this one came in. Um, so we're concerned that there's all, we're getting all these hints and they're basically telling us what's going on. So there's like those Chinese military, Chinese police stations in Toronto that were secretly put there. Um, something else there's, we're, we're getting hints of what's going on. So what I got was how Canada was trying to become a, well, probably they will attempt or succeed and then we'll fight it, a communist country, but I think what they're trying to do is also make the states communist. And I feel like I feel like the states is like way stronger than us. 
Like, you take the people in the states' guns away, good luck with that. Take our guns away, okay, here you go, here's my gun. We're softer, we're, we're so much softer than the states. The states would be like raging lunatics if they try to take their guns away. But we're kind of like the guinea pigs. And here's a feeling that I have. So I said something about March being significant of this year, 2023. I also had a prediction a year and a half ago that Trudeau would resign. There's rumors going around. I'm seeing someone sent me a screenshot. There's rumors going around that this is going to happen in March. But if this happens, I don't think we should get excited about it. I mean, we'll get excited, but don't get excited. Because I had this feeling that if you know his history, he was a drama teacher. Right? That's his background. He's literally a drama teacher. And they plucked him out. I mean, his, his dad was prime minister or whatever. But they plucked him out. He was only here, and I don't believe he was elected at all. I believe he was placed for a reason to to do a bidding of the World Economic Forum. So I think he's only there for a certain time to destroy things, to lay the groundwork of what's coming in. They need an actor, right? They need an actor. They need someone to act the part. Like if you see him speak, he's acting. He's reading a speech. He's not even... Do you know what I mean? He's not being authentic. I mean, he's a horrible narcissist, but anyways, that's another psychopath, but that's another story. That's my feeling, is that he might resign in March, but don't get excited because he's just, he was part of the plan if that's what happens. That's happens. Because the plan is still marching on. And as, as, and as I'm talking to you with this psychic prediction, I hear marching boots again in my right ear. So... Last time I heard the marching boots, that's my sign for military coming in or the tactical police coming in, which is what happened when I was in Ottawa last year. Before the tactical police even came in, I kept I was walking down the street in, in Ottawa, downtown Ottawa, and I heard like the sound of crunching boots in my ear. And then the next day, the the after we left, the tactical military, whatever, force came in. So that's coming in. That's coming in. So I can see why we're nervous and afraid and worried that something bad is going to happen. We're in a constant state of something bad is coming. I can feel it, but I don't know what it is. So so honor that and, you know, pretty much whatever's going to come is going to come, right? Whatever will be, will be. And I believe that we're here for a reason at this time. And I, and I feel like we can do something about it. And it's all trying to get us back to nature. It's all trying to get us back to, like, self-governing and back to our souls so the pressure's on it's going to build and get stronger but i think we're going to be okay so if you're having a hard time i want you to meditate i want you to practice self-care i want you to remember that you are enough and i want you to meditate of course or go scream your head off in your car that is another form of meditation where sometimes being quiet is too much to bear so sometimes you just need to go for a car ride and get your minivan and drive down to a dirt road and just let out a scream. Just primal scream, just get it out. Like, I've had that before. You can feel it building up. It builds up so much that you can't keep it anymore. It's like, I'll go like this. Like that sound. And then that's I ha- that's how it starts. And then I just start screaming. And just get it out. Sometimes meditation is crap. Sometimes you just need to scream. Okay? So if that works for you, I want you to go do that this week. I think you guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being patient with me and my ups and downs and my I'm doing it, I'm not doing it. 
But if you need support, and I've been doing all week free um, spiritual life coaching assessments to see if we're a good match to work together, and I believe I've helped a lot of people this week. So if that calls to you, I would love to connect with you and be your spiritual life coach for the next six months or the year and help you through this process. All right? I hope you are doing okay, and let's find a way to shift that mindset if we can.